podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, this is The Bulletin. I'm Neil Atkinson and it is Friday the 15th of September. Uh, from Jurgen Klopp's press conference today, we learned first and foremost that Trent Alexander-Arnold will not be available. He will not be available for the game against Wolverhampton Wanderers, which is coming up uh, tomorrow at 12.30 kickoff here in the UK. Uh, he will not be available. Uh, Tre- uh, Thiago Alcantara is running, uh, but he will presumably not be available either as running doesn't sound like it's the full ticket. Uh, but Ibu Kanati should be available for the Reds. Also in his press conference, the manager discussed Mo Salah and whether or not uh, there would be a January offer for him. Uh, He was really rather dismissive towards that question. Um, He had a conversation around uh, Jordan Henderson uh, off the back of his interview with The Athletic. But he was very enthused around the idea of having a new team uh, and feeling as though it was year one with this new side. The manager seemed to be in very, very good form indeed. Uh, Talked warmly about Gravenberg. Uh, and uh, was obviously irritated and annoyed by the 12.30 kickoff and the TV scheduling. That's where Liverpool are at the moment. Nunez also expected to be available, uh, and Stefan Bicetic should also be available as well, although the manager was at pains to point out that the South American players were coming back from a long way. Uh, Alexis McAllister haven't played in Bolivia, and so on and so forth. That's Liverpool, uh, lined up for tomorrow. Uh, everything that you could hope for uh, around that game is on the Anfield Rap Press Conference Extra with Neil, me, Neil Jones and Andy Heaton will be out later on today. You've obviously also uh, got pre-match warm-up and from pre-match warm-up, here's a little clip. It makes it very interesting in terms of what they do with the shape and the system because if you've created a system that's entirely centred around Trent and, and this sort of hybrid role, it uh, surely they've got a plan B in these games where Trent can't play um, and you think of B Gomez at the right back and then it would become a bit more sort of 4-3-3 um, yeah I, I agree on Quanta and I think even for his development it's a big you know it's a big shout to sort of throw him in there and you know we've, we've talked about Wolves and discussed the fact that like you know they, they look like a team that find it really hard to score goals at the minute There's they're, they're mostly cold but a bit hot and cold at different times um, and I think that whilst that is the case and whilst it is a team that we should beat um, it feels like a big ask to throw a young fella in there and, and, and ask him particularly alongside someone like Matip as well at the same time I think if you've got Van Dijk in there or you've got someone that's going to talk him through the entire game I don't get the sense that Matip is all that vocal in that in that. but they might be forced to do it and it might be a sink or swim for him and that might be the moment in the season where we look at him and go yeah no actually there is there's a lot about this fella there's a lot about this young lad that we can we can rely on as the as the fifth choice Um I think it's just that sort of niggle and worry. I think that this is it's one of those funny games where actually we've lost Fabinho, we've lost uh, Milner and we've lost Henderson and actually out of the three, it's the one that you'd least expect yourself to say but we actually miss Milner in, in a game like this where you you, you need someone at right back and then you can move um, Gomez in at centre back and that's one of the things that sort of worried me was that you, you're not only sort of leaving yourself a bit short as centre back, you're actually not signing a you know, there's no one to back up Trent and so there's two there that, that Gomez is having to um, is having to play in. In wider Premier League news, the top story first and foremost pertains to Everton. Farah Mashiri has agreed to sell the club to an American investment fund 777 Partners. In a statement, Mashiri said the nature of ownership and financing of top football clubs has changed immeasurably since I first invested in Everton over seven years ago. Uh, the 777 founder, Josh Wander, said he was truly humbled by the opportunity to become part of the Everton family as custodians of the club. Sean Dyche, when speaking about the takeover, said there was no impact on me or at the moment or the players. There'll be ongoing checks from the Premier League and the like, and that will take some time. 
in wider Everton sort of circles, there's scepticism around this. Uh, Everton's finance expert, the ESC, feels as though there's a lot of regulatory barriers to be overcome by 777 partners. They themselves are somewhat controversial football club owners. Uh, around their stable of clubs, there's general dissatisfaction uh, with what they're about. Uh, Farad Mashiri is obviously looking to move things away uh, at Everton and get on and look to do something else. He owns 94% of Everton Football Club. Uh, smaller shareholders didn't have much advance notice of this statement. Mashiri's situation is obviously ongoing and this story is only just beginning. It is most definitely not ending. In other news from around the press conferences, it's become clear that João Paulinho has signed a new Fulham contract. It happened yesterday uh, after his dream move to Bayern Munich collapsed. Uh, but he is very, very committed and does not uh, want to dwell on that sort of thing as it goes. Eric Ten Hag was asked about the Jadon Sancho saga and said what I would describe as as little as is plausibly possible uh, as that wore on and instead tried to talk about other positive aspects. Bournemouth could give Luis Sinistera his debut against Chelsea. Uh, that is being talked about in their press conference with that game coming on Sunday at 2pm and the last thing I would obviously make you aware of uh, is that the fantasy football deadline if you're interested in that sort of thing is at uh, 11am tomorrow morning if you haven't got yourself the West Ham goalkeeper in yet I think you're playing at it but that's just one man's view that's been the bulletin it is 16.19 if anything else happens after this point you cannot hold me responsible I've got to go and do Friday night Gibbons has just walked in the studio there's no messing about Sports Social Podcast Network